eight college kids camp in the woods getting killed by ghosts or demons or aliens or all the above? Who fucking knows? All we know is that we watched pledges. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. Join me as always. Well, I shouldn't say as always, but 90% of the time he's joining me. Mr. Aaron Southworth is here. You're just busting my balls. <laughs> You're just busting my balls, buddy. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Yeah, he's back uh, back from Iceland, but you were back last week from Iceland. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're just busting my balls. Well, I, I can't say 100% of the time because two weeks ago before that, you, you weren't here. So That's like true. 90% yeah. of the time, 99%. No. Well, fine. You're here 98.9% <laughs> of the time then. Yeah. I'll get out my fucking calculator. <laughs> you can All count right. the number of times I've missed a show on one finger, I think. Not one finger. <laughs> two uh, fingers? Two, I think. Yeah, because we did Creepazoids and Zombie Decadence without you when you had your brain surgery. That's right. Yeah. Uh, no, three. No. What was the third one then? No. Okay. You did zombie decadence. Didn't no. you? Oh, then it was three. Okay. So it was creepazoids, zombie decadence, and hide and go shriek. That's right. Hide and shriek. Okay. Ooh, so three. Three. So three Three digits for yeah, me. Yeah. Three digits. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm in double. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd pick, Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, for this week, um, we don't... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We... I'm stumbling all over the place. Fuck this. I can't even talk. All right. Uh, so this next few weeks, we uh, are going to be doing a kind of like a series of Greek week fraternity sorority uh, horror movies. Uh, I, I got a little, you know, I was like, what? Marshall misses his fraternity. Well, I, I was thinking like, you know, because we did the Halloween theme. I came kind of doing things in a block with a theme. And honestly, it kind of makes it a little easier for me to plan ahead. And if I know what the themes get, I, I can find certain movies. You miss your fraternity. And then I was like, you know what? This is the type of year where, you know, yeah, uh, like hell weeks and pledge ships come to an end. And you start to pledge, start going to, you know, become actives. And it's like, yeah, this time of the year where. Because you miss your fraternity. Where I did mine. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's just do it. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't in a fraternity. No, you weren't. No. Um, so I was like, what the fuck? So uh, we're doing well, that a pledge. makes me a. GDI? GDI, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, so before we get into pledges, uh, like maybe guys, check out our uh, Facebook page. Uh, check us out on uh, Instagram and Twitter at So Bad It's Scary. You can also check us uh, our website at horriblehorrorpodcast.com where you can stream and download all of our episodes and follow everything else we do, all of our silly, stupid shit. Our Hall of Fame is there. Our store is there. So if you want to buy a shirt, feel free to buy a shirt. That'd be awesome. Uh, you can also donate to our Patreon page. That'd be awesome as well for you guys want to help get back and make the show a little easier for us to uh, financially continue to do. And then you can download and listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. I think we're also on Stitcher.com. Uh, so, yeah, we're out there, readily available. So check all that out. 
Uh, I just stole Aaron's job for the for the week, so um. I, I know you didn't even like you just started going. I'm like, I'm just gonna let him go through this. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to pledges and pledges. 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 Okay. Uh, after I got this, might as well say it. When I watched this movie, I was like, What am I doing with my life? <laughs> Good God. It was that bad for you, huh? Holy shit. Okay. So uh, this movie is relatively new. Uh, this was, it was released on August seventh of two thousand eighteen. That new? That new. Yep. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's pretty darn new. Um, written by Brian Binder and Austin Redding. Directed by DJ Reed. Red. Not Reed. I almost said Reed. Red. DJ Red, which I swear to God, it probably is just a fucking bro DJ. Or, well, who was the guy that wrote it? Redding? Austin Redding. Austin Redding. You sure it's not Austin Redding? His DJ name? Like, DJ Red. <laughs> it could be. Very well could be. DJ He's like, Red. Uh, uh, this is his very. This is his directorial debut. Oh, you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find this on Amazon. That's pretty much the only place you can find it as far as I'm concerned. As I know of. It's the only place that would carry it. <laughs> they carry anything. <laughs> Um, the, the the cast. I'm only gonna mention two people in the cast. N- nobody is really a whole lot really worth mentioning. Uh, first person I mention is uh, Nat- Natasha Halabi. Uh, she she's got 13 credits. She's also in the Christmas horror movie called The Elf, which we may be doing this Ooh. holiday season. We might, just might be doing it. Um, and then Zach is played by Tim Dreyer. And the only reason I mention him is because he is a local boy. He is our he's a St. Louis hero. He, oh, no shit. Yeah, he is from St. Louis. I should so I'm not going to say hero, but he, <laughs> he's a St. Louis kid. He, he's one of us. So, uh, <laughs> one of us. us one, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, he, he's in this movie. Uh, I, I thought about maybe reaching out to him, see if he would want to uh, talk to us about this movie at some point. But well, I'll I, see what I have to say first. <laughs> yeah, but so, uh, so I haven't done that yet. So we might, <laughs> depending on what you have to say. I'm he, not going to pull any fucking punches, no. buddy. Well, well, I don't expect you to. I wouldn't want you to. Uh, so I have it. standards, yeah. unlike this movie. <laughs> so that, that's really it from the cast. That's what I'm going to mention. Um, let's, so let's uh, just pop this open and uh, let, let's jump into uh, <laughs> pledges. Pledges. So we open with this blonde girl waking up on the ground in the woods. Um, and we know she's holding like a tablet in her hands. And she knows. And by tablet mean like, a, you know, like an iPad. iPad, or yeah, yeah. An yeah, actual yeah. tablet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not like a. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ten Commandments stone tablet right, or right, something right. like that. Well, it is an audio show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, uh, she notices that the tablet suddenly has a signal because it beeps or something like that. And she's like, she rushes up going, guys! And we follow her as she makes her way through the woods. And she comes to an area that's littered with various amounts of clothing. It looks like someone was taking their bag to Goodwill and it ripped open. And then, like, it, like, flew up in the trees and, yeah. like, kind of blew around. It's just, like, dirty clothes. Yeah, it's just all these dirty clothes hanging from trees. Like, old discarded toys and trash. and Yeah, garbage, basically. Yeah, and, like, there's this one large tree that's probably, like I said, more than, like, a dozen articles of various clothes just hanging from it, from its branches fr- throughout the tree. Uh, her tablet beeps again. She turns around to look at something and then screams. And that's when her head gets cut off and sent flying across the screen. <laughs> Leaving a bloody mist in its wake, her body falls to the ground, blood spurting, spurting out of her, out her stump, her, her neck, neck stump. stump. Yep. And I'm like, all right, all yeah, right, yeah, okay. I kind of then, and, and you know, and then it says eighty hours ago. Well, yeah, we eighty cut, hours before. Yeah, we cut yeah. to this aerial night view of some city, and eighty hours before heads roll is what yeah, it says. Yeah. So you know what? Honestly, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, 
All right. Got my attention. All right. Well, that's good. What, what, what do we got? That's good. Uh, now we meet uh, Zach, who is played, like I said, played by our St. Louis guy. Uh, he's hanging out in the back of this, like, straight up child molester van 101. Just white yeah. van, no windows. White van, no windows. <laughs> uh, I got a bunny in the back. You want to pet it? Yeah. And he's, he's messing around like this GoPro, GoPro-style camera and his cell phone. And then we quickly cut away to this girl taking a shower. And we see two people dressed in black wearing masks. They enter the bathroom. And before they kidnap her... Uh, it's one like the, freeze frame. Well, it's it's, it's kind of funny because before you even get that, it's like one of the guy like they have a little phone there. Like they stand there in front of the shower door and watch her for a second, and they like, give her like a little wave, like hi, and then yeah, she screams, freeze frame, and um, uh, underneath they, it says the, the pampered, pampered princess. princess. Yes, uh, and the girl's name's Heather, but yeah, the pampered princess. Um, and then so basically, over the next several scenes and shots, we meet the rest of our cast of pledges. As each one gets kidnapped and taken away. Yeah, so this was kind of confusing for me. Okay. All right, because, again, I'm not Greek. All right, so because they're kidnapping this gal, and then the next scene they're kidnapping a guy. And they're kidnapping a gal and a guy. And there's sororities and fraternities. I know that. Fraternities are boys. Sororities are girls. Yeah. So what's going on here? Okay, I get you. Now I see where you're going with that. Yeah. um, um, okay, first, let's introduce the characters. Then okay. I'll, I'll come back because I, I know what you're talking about. Um, so, yeah, we have the next person kidnapped is Ryan, who's the douchebag. Uh, he gets kidnapped while in the middle of jerking off. It's kind of funny. Which is, it is kind of funny. Chad, the muscle head. Then we have Michelle, who's the brainiac. Emma, the quiet one. And then Matt, the good guy. The good guy who's doing bong ribs. Yeah, the good guy who's doing bong ribs. I'm like, all right. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean. But, yeah, I, I, I see where you're going with that because what I found weird, because, like I said, um. We didn't do like now. Sometimes me being your fraternity. fraternity, yeah. Like there are times like yeah, you know, everybody's Greek. Yeah, fraternity stories will do things together, like mixers and stuff like that. But not during our pledge. We never did like a cooperative, like a co-op, like hell week or hazing or, or anything like that. It was like yeah, if you were gonna kidnap somebody and do like straight, and take them straight to their hell week or you know they're oh we kidnap them. You see a lot when they get first get initiated. Like you've been accepted, to, you know, into your initiation. So this kidnapping thing is legit. It can, like, yeah. There's sometimes you got you getting. Sneaky. But they show them like fucking gassing no. people, like okay, using that, formaldehyde that, yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm just like formaldehyde. Okay, yeah, but you no, know what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I see where they're going because I think in the past, but not no ours. We didn't kidnap you because because that's assault, brother. <laughs> you would, in ours, you would you know that you would get uh basically a, a written formal invitation to join. And then there's this big, you know, camps, campus school event, you know, called Running the Bulls or, you know, and, you know, where all the new, where each house would get their new pledges and it's a big thing and all this stuff, but it wasn't kidnapping. Um, and then when we get Hell Week again, it wasn't, there is no, the fact that it's weird that it's guys and girls, a fraternity and a sorority doing this at the same time is weird. That's the weird thing. Unless by some really weird chance, like this is like a co-ed, yeah, like a co-ed Greek 2018, house. baby. And I, maybe there's some out there, but I can't imagine <laughs> that would be the case. I, I doubt it. I would yeah. highly doubt that. Um, but we only do ever see one set of Greek letters. So we don't. it's not like we don't see the fraternity and the story letters. We see one set of Greek letters. So it's true. Maybe it is a weird, very weird co-ed Greek <laughs> house. I don't know. But I see why you would be confused by that. Right. But yeah. Um, 
Because it didn't really make much sense either. Um, so anyway, all the kidnapped college kids are blindfolded. They're in the back of a van, which is driving them out to the middle of nowhere, where they're dropped off, stripped down to their underwear. Uh, after a short walk through the woods, they hear a beep, which leads them to two duffel bags filled with clothes and tents. And whole, during this whole time, you can tell it's ad-libbed kind of script. Again, just kind of like we talked about a couple of, like the last couple of movies we watched where it's like they had these ad-lib scenes where it's like, oh my God, what's up? Oh, I farted. Oh, you're so gross. <laughs> you know, where they're just like trying to be funny and cute. And yeah. It's like they're all talking over each other and just sounds like fucking mess. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no. No, <laughs> because that scene where they're like oh, the no. the douchebag, the the muscle head, the brainiac—that's not a bad scene. It was it was kind of like here are the characters and they they and they're all stereotype. And I'm like, okay, I'm liking this. I like the intro. I like this this kidnapping scene. I'm like, okay, and then this starts happening. I'm like, oh no, oh no. It feels like I. It's like I can do one more set on my bench press, bro. There's no spot. Oh no, oh no. That's how I felt. I felt like, oh shit. Because once there's unscripted mess, that's a bad fucking sign. That's a bad sign. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, um, they find these double bags with clothes and tents, and along with the tablet on the uh, with the tablet uh, on which they receive a message and instructions from Zach and Sarah, so they're communicating. Um, and I guess I should uh, at this point I should mention this that uh, both Chad and Michelle are both wearing glasses that have small like cameras attached yeah. to it. With video feeds that go back to uh, Zach and Sarah, who are watching on tablets in the van, yeah, you which have is the, parked somewhere in the woods nearby. You have the three guys in the wear, the three girls in the wear, and one of one of the guys has glasses on with a, camera. a camera, and one of the girls has glasses on the camera. Yeah. And the guy's like, "Fuck this! I'm not wearing this goddamn shit." And yeah. then they get a, a message that's like, "Put it back on. We can see you." Yeah. So okay, they're, so they're under they're they're being surveilled the whole time. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so, and now, so they're walking through the woods again, and then they find a government warning sign on a post that reads, warning, U.S. government property, do not enter, hazardous and toxic materials, protective clothing and breathing equipment required to limit exposure. So, at first, like, well, <laughs> what's so wrong with that, you might ask? Because, okay, we've seen those signs in other movies. Well... I'm pretty sure any kind of dangerous or contaminated or quarantined government area would be securely blocked off with at least maybe a fucking fence. Maybe a fence. Maybe a fence. Maybe. Um, not, and, and, and this type of sign would be, up. you know, this is the type of sign. You, you it's see. like hidden by leaves and brooks. Yeah. Like you, can, you can kind of see it. This is like the old it. sign you would run off, like in a camera that says no fishing or no swimming at night like, right. by a lake. Not, do not fucking enter government territory, you know. <laughs> It, hazardous it, material. It, it might just say trespassers will be shot or something like that. I mean, Jesus, and there's no fucking fence. It's just out there by itself. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? That's, are you kidding me? Like, this, are bad. there something like Chernobyl or something? Like, where are they at here? Right. Uh, so, yeah, it, it doesn't. It, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, after another short scene uh, uh, with Sarah and Zach in the van, which at, I, I want to say at this time, uh, I've said Natasha, I think her name is like N-A-T-A-S-S-I-A, Natasha Halabi. Uh, I think she does a really good job as Sarah. 
Um, I think she's one of the better actresses in this movie. She doesn't have a lot of scene though. She I almost she's she not a whole. She's not as as, well, yeah, yeah. as like some of the other girls, the pledge girls. But I'm just saying. Um, I just think she was. I enjoyed what low screen time she has. I truly enjoyed her the way she portrayed herself and the, her the interactions between her and Zach were I thought the most authentic. Like I had the most. They were the most. I think they had most chemistry on screen. I think they were the most fun to watch. Is even though it was the shortest amount of yeah. interaction. Okay, I can. I, can um, yeah. I really. I just enjoyed them the, the best. I honestly, I think the girls overall outshine the guys as far as the acting. Um, uh, I think Zach's solid, uh, you know, but I think Ryan really lowers the bar for the, the, the boys in this movie. I think he was a little overdone. My he might have been my favorite. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but let's, let's keep on going. All right. Uh, anyway, so the group of six, they're walking uh, through the woods. Uh, they're still in their underwear. Uh, even though they have clothes in the duffel bag, but they're still walking yeah, in their underwear. I thought it was weird. They're like, they got, we didn't, we touch They got to take a duffel bag and like shoes. All right, sweet. And they're like, yeah, there's clothes. Fuck it. Yeah. All I right, thought like, why, what? Like, why not put the clothes on right there? Well, like, they're all hot. They're all hot people. So like, fuck it. Yeah. But I get that. But at the same time you, you're in the woods, you'd think in a real situation, you'd be like, oh, clothes, let's put those on now. Not let's walk another three miles and then put the clothes on or whoever. It's just a weird. Yeah. It's kind of It's strange. really weird. Anyway, finally they come to their designated campsite. They set up camp. Uh, while they sit up, they're being watched by something that lurks in the bushes. And we get the POV of this thing, which makes it look like just a, a drunk guy looking through the bottom of a Heineken bottle or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I kind of said, because it's often set low, a very low POV. It's always like crawling around the ground. Uh, it's it's kind of like raccoon predator. That's kind of what I thought. It's like that's why I thought it's like scurrying around. It's good. You can hear that. Yeah, you yeah you can hear some noise. I just yeah. That's why it's, it's like this. I just found weird sound. that it was like this. Yeah, big, raccoon predator. But yeah. it was like this green filter, and it's always kind of yeah. blurry and like wavy. It's like it's I mean, like it's not drunk. heat vision. No, it's like drunk dude vision. That's what I thought. Man. Raccoon predator. Raccoon predator. Yeah. Um. So the group finally they finally get dressed. Uh, they're all wearing matching tank tops and shorts, and each one of them has a number on the back of their tank top. But this never comes into play or matters in the end, so no. I don't know why it's there. Uh, Is that part of a Greek thing? Not, no, no, not yeah. other than uh, I mean, you you have in my house. You had pledge. You had your you had your uh, scroll number, like which like your that's like the number, which number you are in the house. So like, if I'm sitting on my butt, you know, after an intense foosball game in in the in the house. And I'm gonna be like, number four, bring me a beer. Well, what? if you're number three, then yeah, I guess. <laughs> but uh, okay. Oh, it goes by ranking. Okay, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. It's like your scroll number. So like, it indicates what number. That's the you're like. I was five thirty two, so I was the five hundred thirty second member of my that particular chapter of my fraternity. So anybody lower than that, I would have rank over power. But anybody higher than that would have rank over me. Gotcha. So so. Uh, we're almost giving too much depth into the fraternity life so far because basically from just the fact that they were in a house or something, that's all the fucking fraternity shit there is. Yeah, they're really, yeah, they're really, I mean, they, they, they do mention throughout the movie a lot that, oh, we're pledges, we got to keep going or we're not going to make it, we're not going to get accepted. But we're as not far as like but, culture or yeah. history or anything to do with actual sororities or fraternities, yeah, there's nothing. 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 Um, so, uh, they, 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 
we also see that they're being watched by Zach and Sarah via night vision cameras that are set up in the trees, in trees or something yeah. like that. Uh, so now they find these two Ziploc bags, each filled with a bloody raw liver and a note that tells them basically to eat it. And the first team to finish the liver wins the challenge and the losing team will be in trouble and have to pay the consequences. Uh, the guys are the first ones to start eating. Chow they, down, they, no they, problem. Yeah, they easily win the challenge. And the basically the punishment is the girls have to sleep with the bloody liver in their tent. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which they don't even do that anyway. No. Um, so they finish up camp and they hear like this growl slash roar, which they think is a bear. And rightfully so. It's, it's not like that's a good guess. I have no problem sure, with that. Sure, you're out in California. You know, I mean, or, there are brown bears out there yeah. and black bears. And, and it yeah. sounded bearish. Fucking cougars. Yeah. Dude, cougars killing, like, hikers and shit out there. Fucking hell. Uh, so, but uh, it, it turns out uh, it's it's the thing that I was watching them earlier. And we get more, like, drunken green POV. Predator raccoon. As this is running through the woods. And, and it runs up through the woods and then right up to the van. Like, it's, it's looking at the van now. Uh, inside Tim... That's my raccoon noise. Oops, I have Tim. It's Zach. <laughs> Tim's the actor. Inside, Zach and Sarah continue to monitor the others. Now, this fucking van is one step away from being like a full-blown undercover spy surveillance van. I mean, Zach has rigged with like six like hanging tablets on one wall, like a whole video screen on one wall. He's he mounted this thing on and they have like tablets they're controlling everything with. Like this, like... What the Yeah, he's, like, fuck? controlling the camera footage and, like, the angle of the camera with a little joystick. And, and tab. It's like, how these are college kids. Where do these guys get all this money for all this fancy shit? Because, like, a, a van and, like, at least a dozen tablets, cameras, night vision cameras, like, all this stuff. Like, holy shit. When I, when we, I was in college, I was broke. I was a poor-ass bitch. Like, all my money went to books, uh, beer... <laughs> Uh, that's why you were 532 Marshall you weren't number one alright <laughs> I'm just I know it's supposed to be a joke but now I you're did. like putting too much logic into it <laughs> yeah. alright you weren't 500 but I don't know but these are rich kids okay I got no problem with them having all this junk I we don't know if they're really rich kids or not they're I, just it's not so fucking fancy that it's gonna blow me away I mean yeah it's a lot of tablets but it's like yeah it could be just like a collection yeah, I, I've got no ma- no problem. I just, with this. I, I, yeah, I, I guess, but I just I, sometimes I just think that people they do it all the time. Movies, and TVs, they, they always like seem to overdo like the college fraternity life. Like they always make every time, almost every house you see them, they're always like living in like mansions, and they're always living in like throwing these insane like Las Vegas style parties. It's like. No, <laughs> they're just college kids. Like, who's gonna get the money to do this shit? So, uh, anyway, anyway, so I don't know. Uh, uh, whatever. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> get together, buddy. I know. I even had to know about uh, ca- uh, about cabs. We even have cabs in college, but get uh, fuck it. it. Doesn't matter. Uh, Zach tells a hungry Sarah that once the pledges fall asleep, they can go get food, and they'll, you know they'll leave for the night and come back. Uh, but to Sarah's side, she wants to stay and fuck with them some more. And uh, and here's where I said, I said it earlier, but this is where I first mentioned in my notes that I, I really like the chemistry between Zach and Sarah in the scene. And there's also like some sexual tension between the two. Like she flirts with him a little bit, leads him on and denies him. And then it, it's, I don't know. I it's To me, it was the best parts of the movie were, were, there, were those two. I, I don't know if it's so much tension as it is just like, 
she's just being an issue. Like, check out what my package. Like, she's like, I want to fuck with some more. You can fuck with this. Yeah. No, you know? I mean, she le- <laughs> it's pretty fucking juvenile. It's not very good banter back and forth. Okay, now I'm not talking about that part, but but I mean, there's sections where like, like she tees leaves them on. Like she leads in like they're gonna kiss, and then she pulls away, and she's like, it's cute, it's funny. Anyway, I, we had different opinions on Boo. this. Uh, anyway, I think they played off each other well. Back at camp, it's party time. The pledges bust out this large bottle of generic Jack Daniels, pass it around, and Chad, for some reason, decides he needs to take his shirt off and start doing push-ups. Uh, well, it's like they're. I think it's like they're trying to like they're. they're it's like a montage. Yeah, it's a montage scene. And I think they're doing like truth or dare. Yeah, they, at least, and it's like they're doing shit montage. like that. And they're you know that's like you're like oh dude hundred push-ups. I'll do this. Dude, uh, spray me with fucking whipped cream. You know, I don't know. The push-ups were part of the truth. I don't or dare. Know, I think you just like I got. Get swole. I gotta get my swole on or something. Um, anyway, yeah, they do the, the. This leads to truth or dare montage, and it goes on. It goes on a long yeah. time. Uh, Ryan, but he later finally goes off to piss, and we see he's being watched by the uh, green raccoon. POV. Um, and we think he's about to get attacked, but up comes Heather. Uh, she pulls out a baggie of coke from her bra, <laughs> which each snorts them off because. Sure, I just carried coke in my Dude, bra. She was kidnapped naked. I know. Like, right. that's what I thought. It's like, where'd the coke come from? So I can imagine them saying, "Hey, put some, you know, put on some panties and a shirt. You just put on this, and we're gonna kidnap you for your pledge." And she's yeah. like, "Okay." She's like, "Hold on, sweet. <laughs> let me stuff some coke in here. Let me, let me get a gram of coke and pop it in my bra exactly. here." Exactly. That's that's the same thing. I thought like that's the only way that that would have had to have gone down that way. <laughs> It's so, it's so like, weird. Okay, okay, go ahead. Get your Coke. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> so they snort some Coke, and Heather says that Coke always makes her want to fuck. And so that's what they do up against a tree with all their clothes on. Yeah, no shit. It's, it's a really bad, lame sex scene <laughs> as far as sex scenes it's go. Pathetic. It's really, it's really fucking bad. bad. All we see is his ass. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> he like pulls his pants down to see his ass hanging out. And he's like thrusting against her while her panties are on. Now, I guess technically you could slide him the side or whatever. Yeah. But it's a shitty sex. Yeah, it's up against a tree. Yeah. That just looks uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it's really shitty. Uh, next, all the pledges are back at camp. And we get the boring momentum killing story time. <laughs> Each pledge goes around and tells their backstory and why they decided to pledge their respective houses. I'm skipping over this because it's boring and doesn't fucking matter at nope. all. None of this has any bearing on the outcome of this movie. It's just there to, I guess, give us an insight into these characters. I guess in hopes of making us care about them in some way or care about them a little more. Guess what? But don't it, fucking care. It doesn't. I just don't fucking care. Especially with this setup. You're, you're talking too long about it already. Well, even with this setup, like, <laughs> we, we don't need it. Like, I, like again, I, I, I relate this to, uh, I, I, I know I've mentioned it last week too, or, but uh, don't fuck in the woods. Basically, kids out in the woods and shit starts happening. Like, we, right. that's fine. We don't need a setup. We don't need a whole backstory of these characters in, in, with this particular setup. I don't need it. We don't, it, it's just nope. unneeded. So... After story time, they all tuck in for the night. Chad finds a note that tells him about another task and a hidden duffel bag of goodies. So he goes off alone to find it. After a bit of searching and a small scare when he thinks he sees someone watching him, he finds a duffel bag hidden in a hollowed out tree. He returns to camp, wakes everyone up. He's like, hey, I found another bag. We got another challenge. All right. Ryan and Heather come back from their second trip to Poundtown. 
Emma notices that the bag of liver is gone that they had on the tent. And that's when they notice the duffel bag, which Chad just brought back, has been dragged off into the woods without anybody seeing anything. Right. Yeah, so he comes back. He drops this giant duffel bag. It's right. a big fucking duffel bag. Yeah, big bag. And he drops it out. He's like, hey, guys, wake up, wake up. I got another challenge for us. And they're like, they all come out and gather around him. And they're like, oh, what, what's that? He goes, look, it's the bag. And he looks down, and the bag's gone. The bag's gone. Uh, and in the van, Sarah asks Zach what happened to the bag. And even Zach's like, I don't know. So even yeah, they're, they're both just like, what the fuck happened to the bag? Yeah. Uh, so the pledges head out into the woods looking for the bag. Because they get they do get a text that says, find the bag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, fucking get the bag. And that's when maybe Yuke sucks. I don't know. Somehow Chad breaks his leg. Like, to me, it was just, he was fine. All of a sudden his leg just magically snaps and is broken. And this is when I went to failure and the bar fell on my throat. When I'm Because <laughs> they're just like, oh, let's look for the bag. Oh, you know, just slowly walking through the woods. And Chad's a big, strong, muscular guy. Yeah, he's the muscle head. He's the muscle head. And he, I'm guessing, fell into a pit. Because all they hear is, ah! I don't think he even fell in a pit because you never see him, he never dragged but out of a pit. You know, he's, he's in a, like a little hole. He's is in a he? hole. Yeah, they drag him out of a hole. I missed so that part. So I guess part. he fell into a hole and got a compound fracture yeah. of his left leg. Yeah, I and mean, I didn't see like I didn't even see that. I, to me, I, I didn't see anything, and also his leg just broken. I was it's like, what? <laughs> really fucking hard to get a compound fracture. Really hard, you know. Like car accidents cause that shit, man. You know, like high impact, high high impact. Like yeah, you know, bad football play. You know, like a big tackle. You know, the it's got to be a real weird situation even when that happens. You know, just crazy one in a million kind of situations. And somehow this asshole, who's <laughs> in great shape and strong and agile, with a fucking flashlight. Yeah, they do have flashlights. Falls into a goddamn hole <laughs> after walking slowly and gets a compound fucking fracture. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty bad, too. I'm like, this is, this is bullshit. And they're like, oh, no, dude. The bullshit is rising. Oh, bro. Oh, so that looks like it hurts. <laughs> this is where you get a whole bunch of unscripted yelling and yeah. screaming. And, oh, dude. Uh, the others rush to help him while Sarah freaks out about what to do in the van because they're worried like, oh, my God, we could lose our charter over this. What are we going to do? Uh, Zach tells her to call the house, which is weird because he doesn't say call your house, call my house. He says call the house. So, again, like, is this this some weird co-ed house? I don't know. But um, so he's like, call the house. But now, awesome, there's no cell reception, even though their tablets are getting messages and reception for them. Uh, and that's when they start hearing thudding coming from outside the van. Predator raccoon. We go back to the pledges. Uh, they start to notice that their surroundings, and we see that they're in the small clearing that we saw in the opening of the movie. And we see the large tree with all the clothes hanging from it. And then there's several piles of junk piled up against what looked like small grave markers. <laughs> and someone goes... It's like an Indian burial. Yeah, ground. yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? Indians didn't pile his trash on top of him. <laughs> the Goodwill Indian tribe. <laughs> the Goodwill Indians. <laughs> of Redneck, California. <laughs> Their arch enemies were the Salvation Army tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Lived here long ago. They cultivated skull, packed deep into their cheeks. I can go on. Right? It's, fucking uh, it's so stupid. It is really stupid. Uh, they start wondering, like, this was all like a prank. Like, this was all set up by their by their houses. 
Uh, Emma did notice that all the stars in the sky are no longer visible. They seem to have just vanished. And they're like, okay, whatever. And the group gets Chad up and helps them back to I camp. I did kind of like that because she did talk about, wow, never seen so many stars. You know, yeah, they she does make that comment earlier than that. Yeah. And then she's like, where are those stars? And they're just like, I don't know, got cloudy. No, yeah. they're trying to take care of the guy with his broken legs, but... I kind of, you know. I, I, I kind of liked it too because they they did make they did make a point of showing her and, and like focusing like Emma's like yeah mm-hmm. like you said so that was I was like okay well, where where are we going with this yeah they don't really follow up with it they don't really get an explanation mm-hmm. or anything um back at the van Zach grabs what looks like a custom made fraternity tire thumper uh yeah that was like a skinny baseball bat yeah I couldn't quite tell what it was yeah but yeah uh it was like a bat you know or a tire thumper or yeah. something like that yeah um. I guess there are two different uh, house letters then, because his was red with, and they were different than the one they sounded. This is like. where your expertise comes in to yeah. shine. Because so I guess I'm there like, were two different. I'm just houses. like fucking fraternity bat. <laughs> you know? well, I, I mean, there's all sorts of weird custom fraternity shit. I we didn't. I mean, there's the paddles, which are the you know the classic, classic. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, he kisses Sarah, exits the van to investigate all the noises. As soon as he gets out, I mean. The second his feet touched the ground, he just fucking disappeared. Yeah, he's like sucked into it, a weird little black vortex yeah, or something. Yeah, it's so hard to describe what happens because it happens so goddamn fast. And it's just... But yeah, it looks like he gets sucked into, like you said, a spiraling black mist. It's with, like a quick shitty version at the very end, like of uh, the very end of Monster Squad, where they all get sucked into the vortex. Oh god, like that's, a, that's no. It's, it's like, like a super quick, tiny, shitty version. It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, and like, it's yeah, like you got flushed down a shitty vortex yeah, toilet. Yeah, that's yeah, and then the, and it just vanishes in, in the blink of an eye, just gone. And all this happens while Zach is still turned facing Sarah, telling her that he'll be right back. Uh. I so was like, she witnesses all of it. She witnesses all of it. Yeah. And I was like, even though this thing, it happened so fast, I was surprised. You might disagree with me, but I was surprised about how clean and good the effect was given the budget. Because it didn't, I think if it was any slower, it would look really bad. Well, but I it, don't know what the budget is. But it looks, I, for all the effects we've seen in some of these re- recently movies, it's been shit, especially when it comes to CGI. To me, this was actually pretty solid. It, it was fast, which I think, in a way, the it was speed like, helps. The speed helps hide any flaws, but it seems it also makes it so hard to see, like, what the fuck did I just, what happened? But it it was clean. It was pretty solid. Like, I'm like, okay. I, I could have been a lot fucking worse. I was okay with it. Agreed. Uh, they <laughs> we, Wasn't great. Wasn't bad. Yeah. I was okay with it. Uh, and he leaves like, what the fuck? He kind of leaves like, what? Shit. <laughs> Uh, jump back to the camp. The pledges argue over what to do about Chad, and this is where they decide to stick it out and continue on their oh, challenge or whatever. Me off so much. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean, the, I understand. Okay, because they the people in the van were going to help Chad because he has a fucking compound fracture. Yeah, yeah. Asshole could lose his leg, you know. Yeah. So and, and they were going to help, but you know, fucking disappear. Hey, guess well, what? One of them dis- yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and you witness someone disappear. Yeah, you know. You got that other priorities. Yeah. <laughs> now the campers, it would maybe make sense for them to be like, okay, guys, they're going to come soon. You know, like help, help, maybe send someone off. But they're like, no, we need to hunker down and get through this pledge. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I, I agree with that too. Like I, I totally, I, you know, looking back on when I was a pledge and when, looking back on when I had pledges, I was putting through like in that situation, like, no, like, okay. It ends. It's like, Everything's yeah, done. Power off. Back we, to reality. We, yeah. We, we're not going to, 
fail you or they kick you out because you did the right thing. Right. The guy broke his leg. We take care of him first. Right, that, that's right, the problem. Right. Priorities. We don't, we don't make it worse by ignoring him and make, letting it get worse. Yeah, but he like joins. He's like, don't worry, guys. I'm okay. I can get through this pledge week. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100% correct. Like, yeah, no, but that, he's, he's like, the so, shit I, he's like, I get over. it. He's like, I get it. Well, we're going to get through this. Yeah. We're going to be in this fucking fraternity. We're going to be brothers forever. <laughs> No, you, you end that shit and you try again later. <laughs> you reset, God do it again. Damn it. Uh, or you come up with something else. But yeah, I agree. They decided to continue on. And then that's when, like, out of nowhere, a fucking severed foot in a Chuck Taylor comes flying out from the woods, lands right in front of them next to the fire. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell did that huh? come from? Is it? It's not Chad's foot. He didn't lose a foot. And we get some more green POV of them watching, uh, the POV watching them. Ryan, who thinks this is a prank, just picks up the foot, yells in the dark. You're all just wasting some good shoes. Throws the foot back into the woods. The shoe comes flying back. Flying back. Uh, <laughs> as soon as he does, they hear a loud ear-splitting, roaring screech. Yeah, of a, no, they, it, they all cover their ears and yeah. like fall down. and like, ah. So it hurts their ears a whole yeah. lot. Uh, Ryan and Heather are convinced that this is all still the others messing with them and refuse to quit. Uh, back in the van, or we go to Sarah in the van, and for some reason, she's she now decides to get out of the van. Uh, and when she does, she's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, so guy, I just saw him get vanished in the thin just, air by just something get like sucked that. into the magic vortex. Yeah, I think I'd stay uh, in that van a little longer. Gonna go check it out myself. Uh, so she does know when she gets out of the van, the van is now covered in like demonic writing and runes and all sorts of. Weird symbols. It looks like that goth girl in high school just went a little crazy with, <laughs> with her yeah. designs. You know, it's like they're not specifically interesting or well done. Yeah. It's like, I'm a freshman art student in high school and God. Yeah, they're just. I love the cure. They're just, they're I love just onks. off enough to look like tell that they're, they're not real letters, but not quite deep enough to look that it's actually like. Uh, actual like actual runes, runes or, or it's just, yeah. you know, an ancient writing. They're just a little. Just yeah. A little, like. It's kind of like an onk, but a little off. Yeah. It's my um, weird symbol. So Sarah hears a noise. She freaks out, frantically tries to get back in the van, but now it's locked. Uh-oh, she left the keys in the van. Yep, yes, she did. And so she runs off, screaming into the dark woods. You go back to the pledges who are all sleeping in their tents. We see the shadow of a girl with like really long fingers like outside the girl's tent. Like kind of like a silhouette of like a yeah, ghost girl or something. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was like just the effect of the lighting with yeah, the tent like, or if it was supposed to be someone with long like, creepy I thought the same thing fingers. too. Like I thought it was supposed to be just the light. But then I was like, because we see it a second time with the boys. They and, do like, it a second time. And it, yeah, yeah, it's it's, the, it's supposed to be somebody with long I, like fingers. Yeah, like. it was – if it was a lighting trick, if it was intentional, okay. But it was – let me put it this way. It was so poorly done, I didn't know if it was on purpose or if it was accidental. Right. I, I get you. Yeah, I, I agree with you on yeah. that one. I, I, I do too. Uh, so, uh, where were we? Uh, Emma wakes up, goes outside when she starts hearing noises. Uh, in the boys' tent, Matt also wakes up after the shadowy girl is seen outside the boys' tent. Uh, he wakes up Chan and Ryan, who blow him off to him to go back to sleep, which they all do. But just a few seconds after they all lay back down, Ryan sees light from a flashlight moving around outside their tent. So he gets up to go check it out. Matt follows them. The two of them look around the campsite, see nothing. 
Uh, there's some scare here that has to do with, with, with like the campfire, but honestly, I don't know what the fuck it was supposed to yeah, be or like, what happened. Yeah, there's a flame. Yeah, and like Chad just yells out, "Fire! Some flame!" And like what? Like yeah, like there's a campfire. Like I don't know what this was supposed to be. I don't know either. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if it's like the fire was supposed to be like taking a shape or moving or something, but it just this is where it, you spe- don't see anything. This is where the speed hurt you. Because yeah. there was a quick, you know, and it was gone. But, but it was yeah. so like, but all it, yeah, it there looked, was no shape. It, it, it just, just looked like the fire. It just looked like a like a you know like when the fire like a crack or a pop and yeah, like a quick little a quick flame. flame. Yeah, that's all it looked that's like. That's all it was. Yeah, I agree. Like I don't know what that was supposed to be, but it, that that scare or effect fails badly here. Um, Matt and Ryan both end up going back to bed. Nothing happens. We cut back to Zach. Who just, who last we saw got sucked into the mystery vortex. He he's waking up on the ground with this giant chest wound. His shirt's ripped up, and he's bleeding profusely. Uh, I will say this this effect looked pretty good. The makeup yeah. here looked good. Looks solid yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, he also notices that his leg is all sorts of fucked up. So weird looking. And I, at first I couldn't tell if this leg was just horribly jacked up or if it was like actually like mutating into something else at this. Yeah, point. and I, I was looking at his foot. I'm like, okay, is is it supposed to be his foot that was cut off? And thrown at the the group at the fire when they threw a Chuck Taylor severed foot out there. I'm like, is it his foot? But there's clearly a foot, a foot there. there. Yeah. But it's all covered in snot. It, it, it's or, so dark. It, it's like you can't tell if it's like if it's like just goo, lots and lots of like blood and and, and goo, human stuff. Yeah. Or is it something else? It almost looks like, like black like a bio or black jello mold or yeah, something. Like, it, like, and, yeah. It's very hard. To, you can't tell what's going on at this point with him. So, great chest wound, shitty leg, leg wound. Effect. Yeah, shitty leg effect. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's hard to tell what's happening here with, with, at this point. Uh, he screams for help and then starts hearing noises, which cause him to start to try to crawl away and p- crawl away Shuffle in pain. Away. The next morning, Matt and Michelle are sitting... The morning when they show the mountain and they show the like the it's like oh it's morning they show the daytime yeah it's like you hear birds chirping and then you hear like that sound check beep kind of sound <laughs> did you notice it no it's I didn't like, no it's like tweet tweet beep sound, like like the sound check beep of where the track starts beep <laughs> like the tweet, cigarette tweet, burn tweet, tweet. <laughs> and I was uh, like a penis like yeah, flashes yeah. up real quick <laughs> I was just like <laughs> no I missed that part. Uh, so next morning, Matt and Michelle are sitting around talking. Uh, they notice that the clock on the tablet says three thirty in the afternoon, which gives them pause because they think it can't because be they that. Just, right. it, they, they just, just woke, woke up. up. It must be just breaking dawn. Yeah, um, but they don't really get to think about it because they're interrupted by Chad screaming out in pain. <laughs> My <laughs> compound fracture got worse. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I was like, so now they finally decide to look for a first aid kit. They didn't even look for, for like, when they get back to camp, like, all right, let's just go to sleep. The, yeah, next, the next we didn't, day. We didn't comment any. The chat also was like, yeah, he, like, cuddles up and goes to sleep, yeah. too. So it's the next day. They're like, maybe we should look for a first aid kit, guys. Maybe we should take care of that gaping <laughs> bone sticking out wound you had. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Exactly. You got a chunk of bone sticking out of his leg, and you just now decided to look for a first aid kit. Like, God damn it. It's been, like, 12 hours or more. Uh, so they look through all their duffel bags. They don't find a first aid kit. Uh, this is when they finally notice that Emma is gone. And like I said, we haven't seen Emma since she got up in the middle of the night to hear, check out a noise. So then now they know she's missing. As they pace around the camp site screaming for Emma, Matt notices a slimy pile of worms has been dumped on one of their tents, which 
Oh, like what? <laughs> like really? Like, like that's okay. That's odd. That's really weird. And never comes back to play again. He never goes. The fuck's are those worms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never, nothing. That would nothing. be a great point. Like, why the fuck are there worms on top of my tent? <laughs> it's not like it's not like a pile of worms. Who like, put of worms here? <laughs> but he looks at he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after I have worms on top of your tent in the middle of the night. <laughs> Dumb. It is so dumb. And like I said, there's nothing that comes back there. It's like, oh, this demon, this monster, whatever this thing is, it eats worms. It worms. Or it, it's made of worms. And leaves worms. It's, no, it's just, why worms. are worms? <laughs> Don't get it. It makes zero sense. So uh, the time passes now. The pledges are wandering around the woods looking for Emma, calling out for her. We cut to Emma walking around by herself. Just randomly walking. Yep. Uh, she hears a weird, what I guess is supposed to be a demonic voice call out, call out her name. Yeah, but it's just a, it's just a tri full, tri level audio. Yeah, screen. It, it's, it's like not ones like cartoony. Like, Emma, Emma. The ones like Emma, Emma, and then like yeah. a normal Emma, Emma, and it's just played over each other. Yeah, it's really it's pretty yeah. piss poor. Uh, so she turns around, comes face to face with herself, scared and confused. Emma tells it to stay away from her. Her doppelganger says to Emma that she can't run away from herself. And now we get some weird camera effect and movement, which takes us back to the clothing tree where the Emma doppelganger is now standing. Or maybe it's Emma, but she's wearing the clothes that the doppelganger was wearing. So we, we don't really fucking know who's, what's White going trash on. trash tribe of California. That's where they, we go back to their campsite. Yeah. We go back to the... Back to the clothing tree. burial ground. Uh, anyway, this Matt finds her, and they all head back to camp. So yeah. There. And she seems like, oh, hey, she seems like, but she's got, now she, she had a tank top on. Now, now she has like a, a sleeveless, fucking. It's like a sleeveless baseball jersey. Like a local softball team's baseball jersey. Yeah, just with no sleeves. Yeah. yeah. I think, I was like, she did have. Well, like, with, like, the name on the back is, like, Big Donger or something. I don't know. Something, or like, I think it's in Monarchs. Who cares? Yeah, so, I don't know. It, but, yeah, it's like, so she changed clothes. And they find her. They go back to camp. Nothing. And they're like, okay, whatever. They're like, whatever. They're even like, where the hell did you go? You okay? This I got her. And they go back to camp. Uh, so, and then they once they're back, they, they continue to argue over what to do about Chad or whether or not to continue on or to quit or, you know, blah, blah, blah. More arguing. We cut to Zach, who's slowly and painfully making his way through the wilderness. Only now his neck has this giant bloody growth on it, which begins to pulse. And it looks like something's trying to be birthed from his neck. <laughs> it's just a little thing going, meep, meep, meep. Like, and, uh, you know what made me think of immediately? Fucking Resident Evil. It made me think of the Resident Evil games, how some of the characters, when they get infected with the G virus or T virus, and all of a sudden they start changing in weird ways. Yeah. And like a little thing like coming out of them and like weird little growths because his hand's getting all fucked up and weird. And yeah, it's like, it's, and yeah weird. if he was a Resident Evil video game and he used the boss, like that would be the spot where you had to shoot him in order to do damage. Right? Because he'd yeah. be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. You have to shoot him in that He's spot. coming at you. Hit, the, hit him in the neck. Hit him in the weird little mouth neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, and again, I'll say for me, it, I was, it wasn't that bad. I was pleasantly surprised. That effect was actually good. Yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised by the quality of this effect so far in this movie. Um, he yells out for help and then screams in pain as his neck baby continues to pulse and <laughs> hatch, if you will. Quote, unquote, hatch. I don't know. Neck baby. Uh, we go back to the camp. Uh, they decided to take a vote on what to do next. Ryan sent <laughs> Jesus off. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, at this point, there shouldn't be a vote. Like, we're fucking leaving. We're going to go. Get, right. Uh, we'll, we'll make a, uh, uh, you know, like a, a, a 
Make a fucking stretcher and carry Thank you, stretcher. Out. All the sleeping bags or your tent poles and something. Drag, carry Easy. his ass out there. Easy. Done. Yeah. Uh, Ryan is sent off to the clothing tree to gather up rags to wrap up Chad's leg in. That's sanitary. Uh, yeah, real sanitary. Uh, Matt suggests that someone stay with Chad at the camp in case someone does come and check on them while the others split up and follow the various paths to look for help. Brilliant idea. <laughs> uh, and, and Emma says, I'll stay here at camp. Well, I'll stay with Chad. So we jump to Ryan. He's bitching around as, as he heads to the tree. He's took the Jack Daniels with him. He's been drinking the yeah. whole way. And he's, he's... he's just bitching, complaining, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he starts gathering up some clothing. And that's when he looks up and sees two young twin girls. Wearing... Two young blonde twins. I'm like, oh, no. Please don't white be white supremacist, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> Holy shit, that's right. We had two twins. I saw that. I'm like, no! (laughs) Nazi twins! This is a callback (laughs) to the episode we did last week. Dark Walker. Dark Walker. Where we found out that the two twin spooky girls at the very end went on to have an illustrious pop, nut white power music career. It's horrible. <laughs> so when I saw that, I'm like, no! <laughs> it's a 2018 version, no! So, <laughs> so yeah, these girls are wearing matching dresses. They're standing in front of them. One of them is holding this dowel. Ryan asks the girls how much they got paid to do this because he thinks, again, the house is still behind all this. Uh, he turns away for them to yell into the woods. that, like, hey, you guys have to do better than that to scare me. And then when he turns back, Around the twins are gone, and Ryan says, "Oh, that's better." So he's like now freaked out. Uh, he goes back to gathering up clothes, but then he trips, he falls over, and when he looks up, he's face to face with like the blue, a blue ghost of, I guess, one of the now dead twins. Yeah, and the ghost face, it, like, and by blue we mean fucking like blue, like Doctor Manhattan blue. Yes, from, very good. Like glowing that's perfect. blue. He's got that that glowing Doctor Manhattan from the perfect. Watch, yeah, I couldn't have put it better myself. I can yeah. And, and then like the face, like the, the the face of the ghost, like starts to melt or like stretch. stretch. It, it like melts and stretch. It's really weird. Uh, Ryan screams, and we cut back to camp. It's not scary looking. It's just weird. It's looking. just weird looking. Yeah. Uh, the others uh, are beginning to worry about Ryan, thinking he should be back by now. Heather says, fuck it, I'm going to go look for him. And she heads off, uh, but Matt follows her, not letting her go by herself. The two of them wander around the wilderness for a bit, but quickly realize realizing how much of a douche Ryan is that <laughs> neither one of them really even liked the guy. They decided to say, fuck it, hell them, let's go back to camp, we're done. That didn't take long. Yeah, it did not take long at all. But that's when they hear Ryan, and they run off to meet him. Uh, they they down a path that leads them back to the clothing tree where they find Ryan dead, hanging from a noose from a tree branch. Uh, Matt's able to get Ryan's body down, and then <laughs> two of them. He's he's like hold his legs, you know, to hold him up yeah. as, as he lowers him so he doesn't come crashing the ground, or you know, you know, try and alleviate some yeah, pressure from his alive. neck. Yeah. But he he lowers him right on the girl, and she's like. Ah! <laughs> She's freaking out so much. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I, I agree. It was kind of funny. Uh, and the two of them carry his dead limp body back to camp. So you're telling me they can carry these two people can carry a dead limp body, which would be harder to carry limp. He's weight, about the same weight. size as Chad, and, but then none of them carry Chad <laughs> out. <He's> just... <laughs> 
But the group at the time, like the group of what would have been what? Five, six, actually six, all six of them. So a group of five couldn't carry, carry one person. One dude. One dude, but these two carry a limp, dead weight body. Dead weight, yeah. Dead weight. So uh, when they get back to camp, screaming and hysteria breaks and, out and more. It, and again, it's it's all unscripted, yeah. just mess. But finally, they decide to get the fuck out of Dodge. We jump back to Zach, who's sitting down crying as he continues to mutate. Because he lifts up an arm, and we see that his... His arm is like mutating into this large black demon looking hand. Claw, long, claw. long claw hands. Yeah, he screams he's, in terror. He's turning into a fucking, you know. Proper demon thing. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be more of a bow, you know, a biological organic oh. weapon. <laughs> Straight out of Resident Evil, man. Yeah. He's turning into one of those. B-O- what? Yeah. B-O-W. B-O-W, but, yeah. yeah. Biological organism organic weapon. Bio- Bi- biological organic weapon or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he screams a tear. Uh, we cut right back to camp where Matt and Emma tried to get Chad up, but he refuses the move now. Uh, he tells him to leave him here because he's only going to slow him down. Emma insists on staying with Chad, but Matt promises that he'll come back for them. Uh, after, and then he leaves with Heather and Michelle. Uh, the night falls oh, again. It's, and it's instantly night. Yeah, it's instantly night it's now. In- so, yeah, before they, it's before they leave the tent. Before they go in the tent, it's like... There's no significant, like, good passage time. However, they did kind of clue in on that with, you know, how is it 3 o'clock already? So they're yeah. trying to, like, plant a little seed that time's fucked up. Time, yeah. So, good job there, <laughs> I guess, you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, it is quickly nighttime again. Pitch black. Uh, yeah, Matt, Michelle, and Heather have made their way back to the government warning sign on a post that we mentioned earlier. Only now the sign is covered in more of that demonic writing that, that and the runes which we saw in the van. 14-year-old goth chick got uh, to yeah, it. Yeah, they freak out uh, some more and they take off running. Soon they ve- hear the van honking. Uh, so they, they, again, take off running more towards the sa- that sound of the honking. Uh, but Michelle quickly stops them saying, look, there's barbed wire everywhere. Which, what? They don't see they don't, any of it. They don't see it, but they look. And uh, that's just really weird. Like, well, also there's barbed wire all over the place. Another loud noise shatters the darkness, and the three of them take off running. Uh, meanwhile, Emma is trying to nurse Chad and comfort him. As he's going into septic shock. And so, yeah, and he's starting to like, <laughs> get all, speak all like uh, cryptic and like. He's having fever dreams and yeah, kind of like, shit. He's like, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, he's uh, like, it's useless. You know, they're he's, here. He's yeah. starting to, you know, I'm probably going into septic shock at this time, you know. Yeah, getting delusional. Uh, yeah, he's like, it's useless. They're here. She asks him who's here, and he just rambles on about them being everywhere. It's their time. Nothing matters. Yeah, cue Metallica. Nothing else matters. <laughs> um, going and if we go back to the group of three. They come to an abandoned cooler, like an old, like just styrofoam like cooler. Yeah, which leads them to assume that they have been left here. Uh, and the, the honk they heard was a honk of goodbye saying, we're out of here fuckers. So that's their theory. Matt pulls out a tablet, asks the girls what day they got dropped off here. They tell him Friday, but according to the tablet, it's now Sunday. Heather and Michelle said, that's impossible. That can't be right. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. More, more, more time shit. Yep. Back at camp, Chad wakes up hearing sounds coming from outside his tent uh, he then starts hearing strange voices, which sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks echoing back everything he says. <laughs> and uh, Emma's gone. Emma's gone. Yeah, no, Emma's gone. He wakes up, and there's no sign of Emma. Right. Uh, he gets out of the tent, 
in time to see Ryan's body being dragged off into the being woods. Being drug away by some somebody some, some, or something. Somebody. Yeah. It's not Emma. It's not Emma. It's not Emma. Someone's dragging away the body, and that's when he's like, fuck it, I'm going to limp my ass out of here. That's right. That, so Apparently this whole time he could have limped his way out of here. So when that survival mode kicks in, I yeah. guess, you know, it's like, fuck this, I'm out. And really, when we see him walking, they, we, there's no way they're that far away from the van. Like, they really think, because... They said a quarter mile. Quarter mile, at, but, yeah. Qu- they even said, because remember, they in the very beginning, they said, march a quarter mile. Oh, yeah, northeast a or something like that. A quarter fucking mile. Yeah. Like, three blocks or something. I don't even know. It's like, you can't be, Yeah, you could yeah, have made that You walk. can see it. You know, if there's a clear way, you can see a quarter mile pretty fucking easy. Yeah, so, yeah, Chad, he starts limping his way down a trail in the dark. He does have a flashlight. Uh, We see the green POV following him. Uh, Chad comes to, like, this large rock wall. It's, like, just, I was, like, which was really weird because, like, the whole time, this whole movie, like, there's really no, like, you, you see some exterior shots of mountains way off in the distance. But other than that, it's just trees and, like, yeah, tall grass. But all of a sudden, like, there's this giant, like, cliff in front of him. Like, it's just tall, solid rock wall that he's come to. Uh, he looks around for a second, and that's when he gets grabbed by the back of the head from behind by, like, this large black demon hand. So you're assuming it's the same demon hand of Zach. Zach, yeah. Same, yeah. The hand smashes Chad's face against the rock wall, killing him. He's dead. Back to the other three who are still walking through the dark woods and arguing about how the tablet says it's Sunday. So, yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, they hear a loud ear-piercing screeching roar again. This leads Matt and Michelle to take off running, unintentionally leaving Heather behind. Uh, eventually, they realize that Heather's no longer with them and start calling out for her while the green POV watches them. We cut to Heather alone. Now, what happens here is really odd and weird. Oh. And I'm really... I'm not really sure what's supposed to be happening here. I can only I can only guess. So Heather's standing alone in the dark woods looking around. And then all of a sudden, for no visible reason, she just falls to the yeah. ground. <clears throat> just falls. And she lays on the ground screaming for a while. Then she just gets up and scampers away. That's what we see. But there's... Now, okay. Kind of a mist yeah, I'm kinda, on I'm kinda, top of her. Yeah. Here's what I think is supposed to to happen what i think happened is that some invisible attacker knocks her to the ground and then pins her down for a bit before releasing her which allows her to run away because there is like you said this weird kind of misty effect effect that kind of we see when heather's on the ground that seems to vanish right before she gets up so this is rapey predator yeah so like if this (laughs) is the case it's not very clear as what is happening here uh, I mean, I may be we may be completely wrong in this theory, I, or maybe she did just fall down and lay there for a while screaming. No, I saw it. We I don't s- know. But I saw I saw images of that rapey predator too, man. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, there's like a little miss, but I'm yeah. saying, but is that what was supposed to be happening, or is like we, we don't know? Like it's just a weird, it's just a weird sequence of events. Like what's Who going on? Who fucking knows? Yeah. So anyway, Heather runs away. Uh, she hears more noises all around her. She's spinning around looking for the source. Uh, the same black demon hand that killed Chad reaches out, grabs her shoulder. She screams, runs away again. Yeah, I thought she. Uh, well, she screams and they cut. They don't. We don't see her run away. I was like, oh, she's fucking dead. No, you I was see like, her. That's like, a shitty she she takes kill. like two or three steps before it cuts. Well, I, 
Yeah. Maybe yeah. I blinked. You, you, you would have blinked. Fuck. She, 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 the, you see the hand come on her shoulder. She screams, and then she, you see her run away, and then it cuts. It's really fast, but she does. You, they do show her <sighs> moving. Uh, we cut back to Matt and Michelle still being followed by the green POV. Um, they get scared by some loud noises. Uh, they then find a uh, file, a pile of blood-covered stones that kind of make a, in, like a makeshift grave marker yeah. pile, along with one of the numbered tank tops and someone's shoes. Uh, and blood is like flowing out of the stones, like it's pouring out. Uh, again, we don't know whose tank top that is. We don't know whose shoe. It's just there. It doesn't really make any sense because nobody, nobody's lost their tank top. You never. Yeah. No, everybody's still wearing them. Yeah. Like, yeah. With the exception yeah. of with the exception of Emma, who changed into the the, the softball the thing. Soft, the local but, softball teams. But uh... everybody's wearing their tank top still. And so I I don't know what this is supposed to be or who's that supposed to be because it never makes any right. sense. Um, jumping back to Heather running through the woods screaming, she comes to like some kind of shelter that's made from a hollowed out tree it and looks branches. Like a fucking, almost like a teepee on the inside, or like it's hollowed out so it's like you can go inside. It, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, there's a red light coming from inside this. It's like thing. party. Yeah. So of course she decides to She's go like, in. Get that Who's got on. the cocaine? I do. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes in to have a peek. Uh, inside, she finds a pile of dead leaves this with an is old. So fucking stupid. Yeah, I, I agreed too. She's in there. It's quiet. It's ten. She's running away from the monster. Ooh, what's this glowing light tree yeah, thing? Like if I'm running, oh, like, I'm not going to the glowing red light of a yeah, tree. That's there's, like there's your classic horror trope: spooky doll. Yeah, right. On a pile of leaves. Or here's it's the same doll that we saw the twin, one of the twin girls holding earlier. But it's there on a pile of dead leaves, and the same. Uh, and then she also like bones are like hanging from the yeah. ceiling of the shelter, like like rib bones and pelvis, hip bones and yeah. pelvis bones, and it's all hanging down. Uh, Heather sits there. She just sits there yeah, looking she around. She climbs in. Yeah. She sits there looking around for several moments. We see the green POV uh, again looking Raccoon at her. Predator. She screams. The camera cuts to an exterior shot of the shelter that she's in as blood erupts <laughs> from the shelter like <laughs> goddamn old faithful. shits out a it's whole a bunch of blood. Guy <laughs> it's, like, it's like fucking sh- like a whale cresting. It's like this, the, the, we... The blowhole of water. Only this time it's blood just yeah. coming out of the shelter. It's almost comical how this it is looks. comical. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> just have like a horrible burrito and just fart out blood out the back of this tree. Yeah. What is going on? You just, you just hear. Ah! <laughs> so we go back to. So Ma- she <laughs> she's dead. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Or. Spontaneously combusted, yeah, or exploded, or I was gonna make a really bad period joke there, but I'm, I'm not going to. Oh uh, come on! <laughs> uh, the flow is heavy on this one. Hey, <laughs> uh, we go back to Matt and Michelle. They start hearing Emma calling out for them. Uh, they hear Emma shouting at them, "Run!" They t- they hear Emma's voice say, "Run!" So Michelle. But Michelle looks down at her feet, which are now suddenly all wrapped up and entangled in vines. Like, poison ivy just came out. Like, bah, there you go. It's barbed wire. Was it barbed wire? It's barbed wire. Okay, I couldn't tell. I thought it was, like, supposed to be vines or something. No, it's but... barbed wire. Barbed wire, like, wraps around her legs. Okay. And then she just gets dragged off by her feet and then lifted up into the air 
by the feet, so she's dangling upside down, where then she, too, disappears yeah. into the <laughs> black, swirling, mist void vortex thing marshall's doing like jazz hands over here <laughs> bumping into the microphone Sorry. <laughs> i wish you could see it but yeah so she she's just gone she she's gone again uh matt screams but has no choice to continue on he does eventually run into emma he tells her what happened to michelle that a tree took michelle <laughs> a tree <laughs> a tree took tree her, took her. <laughs> uh matt's <laughs> Mathen swears to get her out of here and leads her off. Um, he's kind of like not very good at like holding up his words. Like I'm gonna get you guys out of here. He's, he's such a on, weak. He's, he's, he's the he, good guy. He, he may be the good guy, but he is a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little bitch. Uh, they they fi- they finally come to the van, but it's locked with the keys inside. And then we get a shot of like a black demon like walking towards them. Matt rushes over to grab this large rock to break. Use the, he's going to use the break the window. To break the window. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. What I assumed. Uh, but th- as soon as he bends down to pick it up, we see him just get like pulled through the air by this invisible force and off screen behind the. Yeah, van. he just zoom. It's like just flies, flies, flies yeah. off screen. Like, what? <laughs> What's happening? So meanwhile, Emma starts to like twitch and moan like she's about to have an yeah. orgasm. And. Well, okay. What kind of girls have orgasms like that? Well, <laughs> it's like, it's, it wasn't that. Like she was like, ah. How's that again? <laughs> Go on. Excuse me, I zip my pants there. Uh, uh, What's that sound again? Shut up. <laughs> she she then growls and her eyes turn black. Uh, Matt stumbles back into view, and that we see, and now we see he's been impaled by this tree branch through his chest. Dude, I saw this. I'm like, you gotta be. Fucking kidding me! <laughs> just come stumbling up like, oh guys, I don't feel so good. <laughs> got this giant fucking tree branch, tree branch through his chest. Yeah. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> so he limps up to Emma, like asking for like help. She turns, looking with her black eyes. Then popping up behind her, illuminated by the flashing red brake light, brake lights of the van, we see the demon, which looks like a mix between a demon and an alien. Yes, because he's got like the big, like long, like oval alien like eyes with kind of a elongated head, but very demon-like skin. It's a very weird hybrid mashup. You can't tell what it is. It's like the predator's cousin. Yeah, I, I know, don't know. It's it's, it's like uh, yeah, we can't quite. Afford decided this is going to be an alien or a demon, demon. so yeah. here you go. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Like a mix-up of the two. Matt coughs up it's some blood. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just you don't know what it is. It's just weird looking. Yeah, it just really it is. Am Very I supposed to be looking. scared of this or fascinated by this? Yes. You know, am I supposed to be like, wow, an alien, holy shit, or oh my god, it's, it's a, a demon. demon run. Yeah, I, I saw the same thing too. I'm like, um, you know, instead I'm just like, I don't know what's going on with you, pal. <laughs> Can can we talk? Can you just <laughs> clue me in so I know how to react? Yeah. <laughs> um, like I said, Matt coughs up some blood, and then in a demon voice, Emma says, "We belong." Which I it, that it comes back to something somebody said earlier in the movie, but it really doesn't fucking matter. Uh, uh, and then from, what does it come back to? Okay, there, I have no fucking. Clue. The only thing I can put together is that there's one. I forget who says it, but it's one of the fireside where they're sitting around talking the fire. And I think it's when they're telling their backstories. Somebody says, you know, um, I'm just looking for a place to belong. Like, that's why I'm joining the house. 
oh, that's a fucking stretch. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. And that's Amazon's the most like, common thing you'd say at any sort of fucking like, fraternity or so, sorority thing. It's like, I want somewhere to belong. Yeah. That's a very common thing for people to say. Yeah. Incredibly common. Because most of the time, people join fraternities and sororities when, A, there's nothing else to do, or two, they can't fucking make friends, and it's like it's a way to, for them to like become more social and make friends. You joined because there was nothing else fucking to do. At your school. Because if I remember, you went to a tiny fucking school, and if you wanted to have a social life, you had to join a fraternity or sorority. I went to a big fucking school where there was a lot of other options. So, no one joined a fraternity. There's some for- a, a middle ground between those two as well, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Not in my opinion. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, it's like yeah, that's the only league I can make to why she says we belong or what that's supposed to mean. I I don't. That's the only thing I can come up with. But regardless, what happens next is fucking insane. Because from out of fucking nowhere and for no visible reason, Matt's head just fucking explodes. Yes. In a bloody mist. I forgot about it. It just explodes into <laughs> mist, bloody mist. Emma laughs, and then and this is it gets even crazier. She's laughing, and then she fucking turns into, like, particles or something and seems to get beamed up by Scotty to the yeah, Enterprise. Zoop, like, black particles yeah. zip zoop. out into the... It's like, what? <laughs> what the hell's happening? This guy's head's exploding. She's getting beamed up to the Enterprise. There's What's going on? a demon alien hanging out like, like hey, I, don't forget about me. I'm here, too. <laughs> Like, and then it just blacks out. How can I forget about his fucking head exploding? There's all this dumb shit happening. I'm like, oh yeah, his head fucking exploded. So I, it, uh, so we, it just blacks out. The morning comes. We get some more nature shots and a view from one of the tablets in the van right before it loses power. We jump to Sarah, who is at the clothing tree, surrounded by all the makeshift graves. She hears the beep on the tablet, looks up. Screams as the demon alien thing hand slashes out, cuts off her head, which goes flying. It's that same opening shot. Same opening. Body falls, blood spurts out. Uh, We get more shots of the clothing tree as the camera slowly zooms out. Blackout, roll credits. What the fuck was that? (laughs) Then we are subjected to shitty hip-hop by DJ Red, I'm guessing. Probably. Uh, Yeah, I'm like... Like, what the fuck? Like, is this a paranormal ghost movie? Is it a demon movie? Is it an alien movie? Or it's just a hodgepodge mixture of all of them, which just makes zero fucking sense at all. Like, I don't know what like, what we just watched. Like, what what happened to Emma? Did she just die? Or did she really like, get beamed up to, like, the, if it's an alien? Did she get beamed up to a spaceship? Is she now, like... The alien gonna be alien just, baby just, mama. Like just, what? Just stop. What just, is going on? Just don't hurt yourself, man. But it's don't, so weird. It, even... it does. There's no. It's <laughs> there's no dots. There's like so many dots, but nothing to connect with them. It's just like what the fuck's happening? What's going on with this movie? Anyway, <laughs> so that 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 my movie Goon friends, that's pledging. <laughs> Fucking weird as that is. Let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right. Uh, there's some int- weird, weird shit in this movie. I will say that. But uh, Aaron, what, what, what are you leading off with this week? Well, the deaths were fucking bizarre. Very bizarre. Like. Turn into mist. How bizarre! How bizarre! I I was I got hung, but I was just screaming just two seconds ago. You know, uh, 
I got, you know, like, there, there's a pretty common one, you know, Chad got his head bashed against a rock. Yeah. One girl just got turned into, like, fart mist in blood. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but yeah, fart mist blood and, and head exploding <laughs> and just, ah, god damn. Yeah. So... I liked uh, I liked the exploding head. The exploding head was the best because it was just so weird, so unexpected. The effect wasn't bad, and you got always got to appreciate exploding head. Yeah, uh, I guess if I had an honorable mention, it'd probably be the opening kill. You know, because that that helped set the mood. It was, does well. It should have set the fucking mood. <laughs> something kind of interesting to happen. Had me on, had me on board. It did to job. Start off. It got you hooked. Then. It sure did. It had me going. Okay, where are we going, baby? I, but yeah, head exploding was my favorite. Uh, I'm actually, I agree with you right there. I'm right there with Matt's head explosion because, like you said, it's so out of the blue and unexpected. It's like, what? It doesn't make any sense. And then sense. it's so quickly followed by whatever the fuck happened to Emma. Like, she, she just, like, disintegrates in the air or something. Who knows? So it's almost like two kills in one. But that sequence, yeah, I agree with you. I'm, I'm right there with you. Same same one. So it's so weird. It, they're all fucking weird. Like, people just vanishing in trees and exploding <laughs> Fart mis- yeah, it's who fucking knows. All right, let's move on to uh, eyes and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, ratings. Uh, IMDb gives it a three point four out of ten. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. There is no thermometer score or audience score. It's, it's not. It's not brand new though. Yeah, it's you brand know, new. It so it's not there. August. Yeah, just a few months ago. Um, and Amazon gives it a three out of five. Um, because it's so new, this is going to go real quick this week. There are no plot keywords, which is surprising. And Panty Lovers, this, you're on here, man. Get yeah, your pa- Panty, Panty Lovers. lovers are going to love this one. And boxer briefs, who, lo- who wants it <laughs> all? Yeah. Uh, uh, trivia, none. Budget, couldn't find anything. Damn. Yeah, so. I'll tell you what, the budget's going to be fucking piss poor. Because no set. There's it's, it's, it's literally, you're in the woods, and you have tents. Yeah, and that's the majority of your shots. That's pretty much everything. It's in the te- tents and woods, and that's it. So yeah. I imagine the budget is fucking down, like so low. Um, like if it was over ten thousand dollars, I'd fucking throw myself out of a moving car. <laughs> you know that I'd probably call someone to investigate it for money laundering. You know, it's. Ugh. Yeah, I, I don't. I wish I had the numbers, but I, I don't have them on this. But um, so yeah, it went real fast. But we do get to move on to our five star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. All right, so there were only it says it is brand new. So there's only eleven total reviews for this movie at all. So did you write them all down? Not all of them, but, but several. Uh, there's four of the eleven are five star reviews. I hope to. God, it's someone who worked on it. Uh, I wish. I, 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 I was hoping this would be one, it's, but I didn't. From MMHB. You sure it's not Emma? <laughs> MMHB. This will become a new generation Saturday night cult classic in the, in the tradition of Night of the Living Dead, Friday the 13th, Halloween, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Five stars. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Yeah, what the- I told like how dare you? How dare you, sir? Compare that those movies with this movie. This is that just a troll. Is he just trying, <laughs> trying to get me to respond? Trying Maybe. to get my blood boiling so uh, I can have a 
Twitter or, I don't know, Amazon Prime <laughs> ratings beef with this guy. God damn it. All right. So, for Catherine uh, Nishida writes, My boyfriend wanted to see this, and I was skeptical going in, but I actually totally enjoyed it. The actors were good, and it was suspenseful. I jumped a few times. There were some laugh-out-loud moments as well, but I'm not sure if it was intentional or not. <laughs> it reminded me of horror movies from the 80s that combined terror with a little bit of kitsch. I definitely recommend five stars. Boo. Oh, God. You need to watch more horror movies. Yeah. Uh, Amazon customer writes, Tim Dreyer is sensational. One of the best films I've ever seen. Five stars. Gotta know him. It has to be your friend. Probably Tim like, himself. <laughs> you know, uh, like your neighbor that you grew up with or something. Yeah, and yeah. last one from Betsy Coffin writes, Good cast, fun movie. I enjoyed the soundtrack. Grab your popcorn. Five stars. No. Um, now, Alex, there are only four five-star reviews. There are three one star reviews. Okay. So I wrote those down. Cool. So from Chris Cochran, title of his review is just called, huh? <laughs> so many so pro- far so good. <laughs> so many problems with this film. First, the film never establishes its mythos. In other words, what the heck is happening in the woods? What that's killing them? Is it demons, ghosts, aliens, Alf from the eighties? Who knows? <laughs> I have no problem with this film's being vague and leaving it to the viewer to decide what happened, but they still have some internal sense of consistency. This feels like it's spliced together different kill scenes from multiple unrelated movies. Second, it's about couch pledges being hazed during Hell Week, but there's no titillating action? Huh? I don't know what the fuck that's I'm supposed to be. I'm guessing it's like action. Like yeah, like on. no way. There, but there's one sexy, but still like, what the fuck is... I, I've never related hazing Hellwick to titillating action. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this guy? I don't know. Anyway, a third, the opening sequence is literally the end of the film. I have no problem with movies opening at the climax and then retreading how characters got there, but those kinds of films usually add some more narrative. Finally, huh? One star. Fair enough. Uh, and God, I've lost count of how many guys we've run into this guy, his reviews on our show. Oh, I've boy. lost that. But the movie guy, he's movie back. Guy. Uh, six college pledges are dumped in the woods to go camping and do silly pledge tasks. They are painfully self-introduced during a campfire scene as they tell us their boring life story. I couldn't help but think of all those suicide scenes in Airplane. <laughs> it was that bad. Something that looks like a black mist is messing with the pledges one by one. They are The area they are in has a sign about government toxic waste, but no fence is what to expect. The film doesn't give any... Give you any real closure, although you have enough information to take an educated guess. Not worth the coin. Terrible dialogue and characters. Plot was not well constructed. So, nothing real funny, but that's his that's that's take. Pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, and then from Brent Doherty on October 14th. So, really, Brent, really just new. Just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Entitled, What Did I Just Watch? Seriously, what did I just watch? The movie plot, the movie's plot starts simple enough. Pledges getting hazed. After that, good luck figuring out what is coming after the pledges. My head hurts. Must sleep now. One star. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, there wasn't so much unanswered questions. So many, just, that one guy says like, huh? Like, it's really a good point. Like, what did we just watch? Like, exactly. I don't know. So, with that, let's go ahead, Aaron, take, wrap it up for the week. Let's, let's. Finish this up. This I movie can... kind of started off in the vein of, of it had me hooked. I'm in. You had a great, you had an interest, you know, a hot blonde waking up 
you know, with the tablets. What's going on? What's going on? Oh my gosh! Turns around, head gets cut off. Whoa! I'm like, okay, I'm in. I know it's a low budget movie, and the effect wasn't bad. It was kind of enough to get me hooked. I'm like, all right, okay, here we go. And then they had the intro, and they show the jock, the douchebag. You know, the the. It's like, yeah, it's almost like a it, strong open, strong, strong opening. opening. Like I'm like, okay, I kind of like this, like paw, the freeze frame and k- kidnapping something. It almost made me think of like a little something from like Guy Ritchie, like Snatch or something. You yeah, know, like you a, see a lot of that. Yeah, I, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, I like that kind of stuff, and I'm like, okay, I'm in. And then they got dropped off, and that's basically like where the good part of the movie ended. <laughs> the first three minutes of the movie <laughs> started off strong. <laughs> And then it was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm in the woods with a bunch of assholes. I don't know what's happening. And it's just so confusing. It's just so confusing. I don't know what's happening because it's 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 not a hard thing to do. Don't fuck in the woods. Did it perfectly. People in the woods, young, good-looking people fucking around. But they get chased by, and don't come back in the woods. They got chased by a monster, and you know they had to survive. Great, they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Same type of budget, same type of common you know tropes. They had a great job of like identifying their stereotypes. Yeah. And then they just decide, well, let's throw a little bit of poltergeist in there. Let's throw a little bit of aliens in there. A little bit of predator in there. A little bit of fucking i don't the know shining. <laughs> yeah a little bit of fucking what's the fucking movie where their heads explode uh, a uh, lot of fucking fa- movies have had explosions no the, the famous one where uh michael ironside's in it and uh they're I, I can't believe i'm drawing a blank people are gonna fucking hate me for this i don't know not phantasm it's uh scanners scanners okay like in scanners when the guy's heads explode what the fuck is going on? It's it's piss poor writing. They don't know they don't know what the bad guy is. You have these twin little girls coming out. You know, fuck this movie, man. Yeah. It's just a jumbled mess of what your killer or monster or alien or poltergeist or predator or zombie or whatever is out there or scary doll or farting tree or whatever. Fuck. Not only that, there was also like just shitty. We didn't even comment on it, and I'm kind of glad we didn't because we could just get lost in it. We tend to do that sometimes. Fucking bad editing, bad like there'd be scenes that would cut and they're talking over each other, like just bad editing sounds. Like I talked about that audio clip, that sound test moment, like boop, you know, like right, right, just just a lot of that, just sloppiness that went into it as well. Fuck this movie. So bad it's scary. <laughs> so bad it's scary for me, Aaron. Um, I'll be honest with you. Like, I wasn't sure where I stood with this movie. Like, it. Tr- this movie to me was a trickster. This this was like a Loki movie. It was, it was a trickster movie. Like I said, it starts off strong. I thought it, it did starts too. off good. The, the the special effects are pretty solid for like a, what was really. I mean, you know, it's a low budget independent movie. Solid special effects. The blood of gore was pretty solid, except for the, uh, the the leg shot. But even then, but other than that, like the the head explode, like, it was all pretty well done. Um, so and it you know it does it doesn't look bad. It's not all grainy or bad video quality. So it's like it tricks you. And 
So I don't know where, like, and I did enjoy some of the kills, like the, the weirdness of it all. But I just, I'm still, I'm with you. Like, I don't know if I can get past like the not knowing what the fuck was going on. And like I said, like, don't fucking worry. It's okay. Like, yeah, there's a monster. It's killing them. Fine. That's all you need to know. But here, there's a, there's a monster. There's the ghost, the twin ghost that melt, the face melting. Then there's like the, the the alien demon, and then there's you know all this other shit like and people disappearing. Yeah, and the the, the 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 misty vortex of what what is happening? Government site. Yeah, like yeah, all this like what is what's going on? Like if just like we kind of get the idea that Zach turns into I guess the demon at the end, but. But they don't really do a good enough job of showing that. Like, okay, is the one we see at the end? Is that the one, kill the one that kills everybody? Is that actually Zach, or is Zach just turned to a demon? And is he just wandering out in the woods alone somewhere? We don't. You never really know. See that it's Zach killing them. Zach transforming. He's the one killing. So you don't really know. And then you get. It's just so much weird shit. I I, I know I'm restating the same thing you did, and we're probably rambling on, but. Man, I just don't know where... Like, I wanted to like this movie because the effects were good. It starts off strong. The effects aren't bad. They yeah, really aren't. And compared to like, the last several weeks of shit we've seen, like, it's head, a, head and heels above uh, you the know what, be, more recent movies. To be perfectly honest, the actors weren't horrible. No, they weren't They weren't horrible. No, and we, like, we've, we've talked about bad acting, and it's like, yeah, they're, they're, it's an independent movie. I'm not expecting you yeah. know, anything ma- amazing. Not expecting but, Oscars and stuff. You know, and yeah, there's some shittery actors, and some, but overall... Overall, yeah. They did their job they did. fine. Yep. I, the, yeah. It's... I think, again, it just suffers from the what the fuck? I kind of like we said with Dark Walk, like, what the hell was happening? Like, what was the point? Like, what... Pick one. Is it a demon? Is it an alien? Is it a ghost thing? Is it a just pick one, yeah. one of them, and stick with it. Yeah. And even like, but uh, yeah, when you throw in like those twin the ghost girls and like this Donald, like it, it then gets too goddamn confusing to figure out what's going on. So I, you I, know what's it's like they're doing bong rips. You know what's fucking scary, bro? Weird little twins with a doll. <laughs> Why are they there? I don't know, man. Yeah, that could be. And that weird. trope's always like, what is with twins and little girls? Like, why is it's a ever fucking since the shining? Shi- yeah, ever since, ever since the, the shining, shining now, everybody's and, like, oh my god. And, twins. and it was it was weird in Kubrick, and I guess I, I guess Stephen King wrote it, you Stephen know, King but, wrote, but yeah. Kubrick brought it to life, and it was weird and creepy, and you know, that, yeah, yeah, okay, that great, right, that but, was in the fucking seventies. Yeah, get over it. Yeah, and it built up. It was done right. That was a, a slow burn paranormal movie. This was just a weird ass. What the fuck? Let's just throw it in there for no purpose movie. Like it did. Didn't need to be there, uh, so I guess overall I'm gonna say even though it it it's a pretty package, it's but it's a pretty package of shit. Yeah, it, it's it's that gift you get on the tree that looks awesome. It's like oh, it's so perfectly rad, pretty big bone, cool wrapping paper. But then you really open it up, it's just a giant turd. So I'm gonna say so bad it's scary too. What is the modern day uh, crap gift? Like when you're like oh my god, this soda looks awesome. Oh, it's. I don't know. Well, when we were kids, it was like socks or clothes or something. Uh, it, when you were kids, it's anything you actually needed. Socks, underwear, <laughs> clo- yeah, clothing. I think the iTunes gift card is <laughs> like, like, oh, great. Honestly, I've actually requested those several times for myself. Because <laughs> like, I don't trust like most of my family to ever give me anything I actually want. So like, you know what? Just give me an iTunes gift card. I should take that back. I actually use them quite a bit. Yeah, like I uh, use them a lot for... Hmm. <laughs> But, I don't know what it would be like. Uh, oh, maybe a phone card. <laughs> yeah, the old calling card. It's like, yeah. 
why the fuck am I ever going to use this? Yeah, kids, you don't know about kids these days don't know about calling cards. We had just talked a few while back too about calling cards. I forget what episode it was, but we were talking about that too. Oh yeah, who fucking knows? Anyway, guys, we're rambling. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back next week with another fraternity sorority themed movie. In the meantime, guys, watch more horror mm. movies and remember to always keep it tight. <laughs>